The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light, that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. And this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany, across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Simon Sinek is an author, managerial consultant, consultant, business leader, and he became an international success after a TED Talk, and then also after writing a book titled Start With Why. This book now is used by leaders of business, politics, schools, sports, or any other organization. And in this book, Simon Sinek says that every great and inspiring leader starts with why at the center, and then the how, and then the what, three circles. And the cir these circles are called the golden circle. He says every great and inspiring leader starts with the why, moves to the how, and then to the what, where every other leader starts with what, tries to figure out how to do the what, and then often never knows why they do what they do. Now, knowing the why fundamentally changes how you do things and what you do. See, the why is the purpose of your existence. It's the reason why you get out of bed in the morning, the reason why anyone should care about what you do. Now, the common critique of the golden circle is that it's missing one circle in the middle, and that is who. Who are you should be in the center, followed by the why, the how, and the what. But Simon Sinek responds to that critique by saying, if you know the why, the how, and what you do, then the whole thing reveals who you are. Well, the Jews from Jerusalem 
have heard about what John the Baptist was doing, getting Israel ready for the Messiah. And they had heard about how he was doing it, preaching and baptizing in the Jordan River. And they thought they knew why he was doing it. He was either the Christ, Elijah, or the prophet. But they needed confirmation. And that is why they asked John, Who are you? John's answer, I am not the Christ, reveals that they actually didn't know who he was, what he was doing, or how he was doing it. But it did reveal that he was someone else than they thought. So they asked the question again, why is he doing what and how he is doing it? Now, I do need to point out, when they ask John who he is, they're not asking about personal identity, as if he's a, they're at a, a cocktail party and asking each other kind of, you know, small talk, but tell me about yourself. No, their question has more to do with John's identity and the overarching hopes and expectations of Israel. Or to put it more simply, they're asking, where does John fit in God's plan? How does he understand who he is in relationship to how God works in the world? John the Baptist's answer reveals that he wasn't why people were coming out to see him, though. The Jews from Jerusalem, the the Pharisees, the Levites, the priests, they all thought people were coming out to see him. And they realized now, after John, speaking with John, that he wasn't why people were coming out. John's why was really Jesus' why. See, John the Baptist has already bought into Jesus' purpose. And his entire life, From his words, to his clothes, to everything he had, his entire life was centered on ushering Jesus into the world. Now, another reason why Simon Sinek says that every great inspiring organization starts with why is so that people believe what you believe rather than just simply buy your product. And he gives a great example of this. It's the Wright brothers, the ones who are credited with the first flight airplane. See, in the early 20th century, uh, powered flight was like the dot-com of, of, of today. There was a lot of business ventures trying to solve this issue of, of powered, uh, powered flight, creating airplanes. See, one of the one of the most uh, well-funded, well-connected, and well-supported or publicized was a different venture, not the Wright brothers, but was Samuel uh, Peapot Langley. He had a government contract with endless supply of money. He taught at Harvard and had connections with the, the Smithsonian Museum. And he had the New York Times writing about him regularly, supporting him. But I have a feeling that most of us have never heard of him. The reason is because Langley wasn't interested in pursuing the why. He pursued the what. He was interested in riches, fame, and influence. 
And what's interesting is everyone who worked for him was in it for the same reason. Which means everyone was in it for themselves. Now the proof is, is in the fact that when the Wright brothers took flight, Langley quit. Rather than using everything he had, the money, the connections, the influence, to improve the Wright brothers' technology, and it, it needed improvement, he quit. See, the Wright brothers, however, had people who gave their money, blood, sweat, and tears to the why. The Wright brothers believed that they could change the world if they figured out powered man flight. Whether it was spending every last cent they had from their bike shop on planes that mostly crashed until the last one, to getting others to donate their time and energy and intelligence. They weren't working for themselves. Everything was not about them, but about their why. And knowing why they do what they do reveals who they were. They were two courageous and determined brothers who were willing to risk everything. See, John the Baptist was not about himself, but he was all about the kingdom of God. And even though he was the most influential man in Israel at this time, he knew he would be eclipsed by another. And rather than giving up or trying to hang on to this influence, he devoted everything he had to the coming of Jesus Christ. In fact, he longed for the day where it wouldn't be about him. From this why, we know who John is. He says it. He's a voice. A voice that exists to speak a word. The word made flesh. Jesus. Advent is a time now. We don't have much time left to remember why we're here so that we can confess who we are. So why are we here? We're here because we believe God created humanity to love and be loved by him and by each other. How? Well, through the death and resurrection of Jesus and the forgiveness of sins. We have faith in God and love for one another. And so what is it we do? We love. We forgive. We love. We be the church. Which, of course, is Christ in action, the divine service, scripture, prayer, acts of mercy, witness, and generous giving. See, from this, the world will know who we are. That we're God's baptized children who follow Jesus with everything we have. Go wherever he leads us to say what he says and to do what he does. We do everything in this life so that through death, we arrive to the fullness of life in the resurrection. And that is the good news. That's the good news of Advent. 
that our life is not about us. That we have something with a fundamental purpose to live in this life knowing that it will actually spill over through death and into the resurrection. So as we begin our conversation about ordinary giving or extraordinary giving, let us not forget who we are. Let us remember why we're here, how we live, and what we live for. Because once we do, once we answer these fundamental questions, answering the giving question becomes so much clearer and joyful. And it will reveal that everything we do must and always have Jesus at the center. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.